Get in, losers. It's episode one of the Sweet and Sarcastic podcast. Yep. And we're your hosts, Taryn and Savannah. This first episode, we're going to play a little icebreaker game that I'm pretty sure we've all played at some point. It's 20 questions. So pretty much we're going to be asking each other a series of questions that we think will really help you get to know us a little better. So let's get into it. All right. Question one. What's my favorite color and why? This is kind of funny because we have the same favorite color, but we embody it like two completely different ways. So our favorite color is pink, but she likes pink more for like, she she likes to look at the color, whereas I like pink to the point where it is like my entire personality. That's a really good way to think about it. I like, because I do not wear a lot of pink, but mm-hmm. I like to look at pink. So like um, my closet is pink. My uh, my curtains are pink. Uh, my headphones are pink. My straw is pink. But like I am wearing all black right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas for me, if you look literally anywhere, there there is pink everywhere. Like if it's pink, I need to have it. I don't care what it is. (laughs) Um, Next question. What do I get complimented on the most and what do I wish it could be? I feel like I get complimented the most on the way that I look and it makes people think that I'm approachable (laughs) and I'm not. (laughs) um, Unless I say it's okay, you know, like there has to be some type of telepathy connection saying yeah you can approach me but 99% of the time the answer is no (laughs) Um, which leads me to say you know I wish the people would compliment me on like how not even like they don't even need to compliment me on it just like have an intelligent conversation with me Mm -hmm. like don't belittle me don't like make me feel like I'm smaller than I actually am because I'm pretty small (laughs) um realize you're more than just a pretty face right but it's just kind of funny because like 99% of the time I don't want to be approached so like how do you even (laughs) get there (laughs) um actually Taryn has a foolproof plan to deal with confrontation with me we've just recently (laughs) discovered this um let me come to you which I think is mm-hmm. foolproof. I think that's pretty great just let me let me come to you because I mm-hmm. like to do things in my own time Yep, she needs her space first. <laughs> yeah, I need my space. I need to, like, think it through. For me, I am kind of the opposite. I don't get complimented, really, on my looks much. Um, I'm not your typical, like, oh, she's so pretty kind of girl. I typically more get complimented on, like, my personality and, I guess, my selflessness, which, I mean, can sometimes be to my own detriment um you know I usually hear oh you're such a good friend or you're so nice or those kinds of things but sometimes I can go extreme to where like I sacrifice my own wants and needs for that of others yes you do um that's really we're working on it we're working on it we're working on it yes one one step at a time (laughs) (laughs) um but what do I wish I would be complimented on honestly I don't mind that that's what people see about me because that is a huge part of who I am. I just, I more sometimes wish people would see how hard I'm trying to break out of that people pleasing. And like, if they notice that I'm taking a stand for myself, be like, look at you, you're so strong, like taking a stand and like doing what's best for you rather than, you know, making me feel like I'm being selfish for taking care of myself I like to think that I'm like a little cheerleader that you just keep in your pocket on speed mm-hmm. dial yeah you and Trey both you guys <laughs> are always in my corner because <laughs> like I feel like I say those things to you or I'm like you did you great. do you do and it makes it easier when you have somebody in your corner for sure yeah. and I mean you know we're all a work in progress I mean I need to work on my people skills and you need to work <laughs> on um my not people skills yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much (laughs) okay um I don't necessarily like the wording of this next question 
Um, it's who do we like making fun of? It's not necessarily we like it. It's just like it's in a loving way. <laughs> it's a light teasing that we have gotten to like a certain level of comfortability in our friendship where we can we can make fun of each other. Mm-hmm. Um and still <laughs> it is not after. it's not each other, mind you. Oh yeah, no, it's not each other. Because <laughs> actually we are really nice to each other. We are we actually don't like we don't make fun of each other really. We are really like we can't be mean. Really. I mean, but... maybe a tiny bit cuz like, like you literally just figured out how breathing works today. Listen. <laughs> hey. Hey. Whoa, I take it back. I, I love take you. it back. I'm calling Trey. I'm calling You're Trey. Calling Trey. <laughs> That's the answer to this question though. We <laughs> as much as we as much as we tease each other like little light lovingly like that um i think my husband takes the brunt of it lovingly but... <laughs> you just exposed <laughs> lovingly me. lovingly <laughs> it's okay i'm sure you'll there there are questions coming up where i'm gonna be exposed too so it's fine fine it's in a loving way though but i mean the two of us we tend to gang up on tra- like as funny as it is you know us ripping on each other here like just wait till we throw Trey into the mix. He takes the brunt of it, but he can dish it back. So it all balances out. <laughs> yeah, he calls me out on my boy problems. And, you know, I call him out for things we cannot talk about on the internet. <laughs> I um, would prefer we didn't talk about it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is um, rated R. Okay. Um... <laughs> okay, next question. What is my dream job? Uh, I think your dream job was like being a teacher. You really wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I did yeah, for as long as I can remember. But my life just kind of didn't, didn't go that way. Um, you know, I got married and had babies and just never made it that far. But it's still it's still a dream. It's still there. And maybe someday I'll work my way up to it. But right now, you know, my kids are still real small. So it just makes more sense for me to be home with them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for you, I'd say this is probably your dream job. Yeah, or... I would say like <laughs> this and like, you know, getting photography up and running and, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything where you're in charge, where you're the boss. Well, I like creating. Like I like creating things. Like I like writing and like creating photography, like art, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, podcasting. I think that's really my niche like my thing is that it's just like I like creating things. Definitely. I'm a creative mind too. So this for where I'm at in my life right now, this is perfect. Yeah, I agree. Um if you were an animated character, who would you be? I cannot answer this for you because I have not even thought about myself. Like I don't even know who I would be. I love this question. And I, anytime anybody asks me, I have an answer oh, prepared, oh, ready to oh, go. Oh, I have it. I have it. I have it. Okay. Oh my gosh, I have it. Who would you be? Meg from Hercules. Yes! <laughs> I'm a damsel. I'm a damsel. I'm in distress. I can handle it. Have a nice day. That's 100% you. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. And I love it. That is... 10,000% accurate for you. Oh, yeah. I'm a damsel. Okay. I'm in distress. I think I can handle it. Have a nice day. <laughs> Whereas I am Poppy Poppy from Trolls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, talked, we talked earlier about how pink is my entire personality. That's Poppy from Trolls. Pink and glitter and loud and easily excited and sings all the time. That's me. You are the embodiment of the glitter that comes out of those like cards where you open them and then glitter pops out. Yes. Glitter bombs. You're a glitter bomb. Yes, I am a glitter bomb. I love it. I love it. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question. What is the most important part of my morning routine? Mine has definitely changed a lot, but there's one thing that has stayed super consistent. Coffee. Mm-hmm. Coffee. <laughs> I think that's true for both of us. Coffee. <laughs> that's the first thing I do as I wake up and I make, mm-hmm. I like turn the Keurig on and like coffee. Mine's actually changed too lately here where this is the last week of January as we're recording this. And I've, I've gotten big into um, 
well, not big into it. I'm not like a fitness guru or anything like that, but I've started, you know, working out consistently and I've learned over the past, like I said, this is week four now that I've been at it. And, um, I've learned that on my rest days, because I I typically work out Monday through Friday, and then um, the weekends, I don't. And I feel worse on the weekends when I don't work out. And I've never, if anyone knows me, like I have never been that person. I have never been that, oh, let's go work out and like get those endorphins pumping. Like I used to hear people say, oh yeah, exercise gives you endorphins and like makes you feel better. And I used to look at them and be like, you're crazy. I don't believe a word you're saying. But now I'm kind of like on the other side of it. And I'm like, well, shit, people were right. (laughs) Honestly, I don't work out. And I am well aware of all of the benefits and I fully believe everything you're saying. I have no doubt in my mind. I just don't want to. Yeah, (laughs) that's where where I was too. I know at some point I'm going to want to. I just don't right now. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's a very personal commitment to make. Like, you know, you're not going to do it till you're ready for it. And if you're not ready for it, that's okay. All right, next question. Who would I call if I had to get rid of a dead body? You would call your dad. Listen, this answer answer (laughs) has changed so much. I would call everybody. I would call in (laughs) your entire inner circle. I would call in the troops because, (laughs) you know, multiple heads are better than one. To think about solutions and, you know, connections. Got to be smart about it. Plus... I don't think I could survive not telling any of those people that I just killed someone. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Just your whole inner circle. We all got your back. Well, I mean, okay, hang on. It doesn't say that I killed them. It just say if I had to get rid of a dead body. Like, that's a very open-ended question, actually. Because what if it it's kind not- of implies that you killed them, though. <laughs> like, what if, it's- what if I didn't? What if it's not mine? Then why would you be getting rid of it? Why did- wouldn't you just call the police and report it? Kind of implies that you killed someone. What if that's what I do? What if I say someone just dropped his body <laughs> off on my porch? <laughs> I got a package. It's not mine. Return to sender. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not really funny, is it? <laughs> it's dark humor. <laughs> Our specialty. <laughs> I would call Trey and probably you. Yeah would be the one to be like okay we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and we're never gonna talk about it again and you'd be the one to be like okay give me the tea like what did he do why'd you kill him (laughs) (laughs) you're like i need details (laughs) you're like i need to know why i'm doing this other than the fact that i love you (laughs) like i'm gonna support you either way just tell me why so like we can get our story straight that's what it would be you would help me corroborate the story and he would be like the manpower like physically figuring out how to get rid of it without getting caught i feel like i could contribute to that you know that show how to get away with murder there's so many shows out that could like get like potentially give people knowledge on actually how to get away (laughs) with murder i'm like why do they air these shows because it's interesting to see how the human mind works. <laughs> Seriously fucked up, though. Like. <laughs> okay. Um, would you rather cook or bake? Depends. I think we're total opposites with this. Because, like, nine times out of ten, you're the one that's going to cook. And I'm the one that's going to bake something. Okay, but I've realized, I've discovered recently, that the reason I like cooking over baking is that I hate following recipes because I'm not good (laughs) at it. It's like I can't follow directions. So I found that when I cook, I can kind of eyeball it and be generally on point and it still turns out really good. See, for me, it's the opposite because I I tend to eyeball my baking. But if I try to eyeball cooking, it turns out like shit. Yeah, (laughs) if I try to do that with baking, it ends up real bad. Yeah, like I said, we're like opposite when it comes to this. We're opposite in a lot of ways, actually. Yeah, that's okay. How would I describe our relationship in one word? I love this question. I think my word was genuine because now we may have our issues like (laughs) communicating sometimes, but we always do eventually. Mm -hmm. 
We get there in the end. We get there. But it's always like once we talk it through and get down to the root of why we haven't been communicating, because we do eventually make it down to why haven't we talked about this yet? Mm-hmm. We do end up realizing that it's from a genuine place of like love for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, and respect I, too. Right. Like it's it's like something like I didn't want to hurt your feelings or mm-hmm. like I didn't want to let you down or something like that. Like, you know, it's yeah always still genuine I think for me my word would be steady because our friendship has grown steadily over the past what 10 plus years yes because I mean and it was it was kind of like a slow grow too because we weren't like instant best friends but it's it's grown to that point and I don't know I just think it's really beautiful the way we've kind of like grown to where we're at now Absolutely. And I feel like it's taken a long time to get us here. But through it all, like, even when we weren't the closest, we still like knew in the back of our minds that we could count on the other person. Absolutely. So it's been, like I said, steady. Yeah. Um, what was my biggest accomplishment over the last year? So I got to meet one of the coolest people to me. Her name is Nina Dobrev, and I think she's one of the greatest people. She starred on a little show called The Vampire Diaries. Judge me all you want, but it was good. And (laughs) it was actually super special to me because their character that she played in the show had the same family background that I grew up with, which was very different than most because I was adopted. And there were things that came with that. And in the char- the character was adopted as well. And it was like same type of circumstances. And her character on the show had like a lot of grief and lost a lot of people. And I grew up with that as well. From the age of 15 to 18, I lost a lot of people in my life. And trying to figure out how to go through that grief of being a high school student the same way that she was like kind of like was a guide for me to figure out how to handle my grief and it was a really special moment for me because I got to meet her and I was just thanking like I got to thank her for being there for me during my grief when I felt like I had no one had no idea what I was doing so it was a really special moment for me and I think that that was probably one of my greatest accomplishments this past year I'll never forget you <laughs> facetimed me right after you met her I called and you yeah she did she called she called me like right as soon as she got out of the meet and greet and like it, it wasn't even words like she didn't have to say a single thing I answered the phone I could see it in her face she was sobbing I was like you just met Nina didn't you and it was just she didn't even talk she just like nodded her head like that's all she could do <laughs> I like physically couldn't speak it was such an emotional experience for me because like For so long, she was just someone on a screen. It was like a guideline. Like, it wasn't real. And Mm -hmm. just to see, like, that person that got me through those times Mm -hmm. in person and getting to thank her in person was just, like, it was just really cool. I think my biggest accomplishment in the past year is probably just feeling truly, like, settled in my life, probably for the first time ever. Like I had a very kind of turbulent childhood and young adulthood, if I'm being honest. Um, And this was really the first year ever that I feel like I've been mostly stable. Um, I I am diagnosed bipolar. So you know, stability, (laughs) you got to take that with a grain of salt. But this is the first year in a long time that I've I feel like I finally have a grip. Like I, I, I have built, I have put in the time, I've done the work, I've built a pretty solid foundation and I truly feel like it can only get better for me from here. Like I feel like the worst is finally behind me and that is such a breath of fresh air. I think that's really awesome. Yeah, it took a lot of work to get here and I'm, I'm definitely not where I want to be yet but like I said it's it's only it's only up from here it's one day at a time uh next question what year did we first meet and what were our first impressions I think we we met in like 2009 
which was how many years ago? Oh, this is 2024, so like 14, 14, 15 years ago. Fifth. That's a that's a long time. Fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. It's fifteen years this year. Holy guacamole. We're old. Don't say that. That's rude. <laughs> I'm two years off from 30. <laughs> yeah. Midlife crisis. No. <laughs> No, I was just saying I got through all my midlife crisis. It's only up from here. Oh, my gosh. Well, we, so, um, we, we met at a church camp that we went to. Um, it was a week every summer. And that was the only time we ever saw each other was just that one week over the summer every year for the first, what, four, five years that we knew each other. It was only that one week at the summer camp. Yeah. And the summer camp was in like around my hometown. It was like five minutes from my actual house. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, for me, it was like a three hour drive. Yeah. <laughs> so, and this was back in the days where, I mean, not I, everybody had a cell phone. Yeah. I was like, gonna say, I didn't, I don't know about you, but I did not have a cell no. phone. <laughs> but for first impressions, um, I think our first impressions were kind of the same of each other. Yeah. But it, it is kind of funny now looking back at how like wrong <laughs> we were. Oh, yeah. Um, I felt like she was too cool for me. She was always um, kind of surrounded by all the boys and really seemed to me at the time to really like fit in with them. And I was never that girl, like boys didn't want to be around me or like talk to me. So I always thought that she was like too cool for me. And like, why would she ever want to be my friend? Like, I'm not cool enough for her. Which is total bullshit. Well, I realize that now I didn't know it then. <laughs> Cause like, I kind of felt the same way. Like you had so much like confidence and courage that I like, ne- I was like, I'm not touching that. I'm not going near that because like you were just, you were, I didn't hate you, but you were kind of like an intimidating like force, like not like competition, but like you, I just felt like you had something I could never have. It's funny how girls' minds are wired to like hate each other when they first meet versus like accept each other like and that's just that's a societal thing like you see that everywhere i yeah i think all females see each other as like competition to some extent mm-hmm. whether it's because society pits us against each other it's ridiculous because we have to constantly compare each other and yep. it's just and i don't even know at what point we decided that that was bullshit and we <laughs> like threw those impressions out the window but somewhere down the line we got rid of that line of thinking and i'm glad we did because now you're one of my favorite people ditto uh next question what was the last concert you went to okay so by happenstance i got the opportunity to go see fallout boy and the second that i found out i had a chance to see fallout boy oh my gosh i texted my sister so fast (laughs) because she's she loves fallout boy and she's like older than me so she might have she I don't know how that even works. Like, does she like it more than I do or what? Like, how does that work? But, like, she wasn't going to get to go with me. So I was just being, you know, a sister. And I was like, I get to go to Fallout Boy and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I love you, though, and I'll send you all the videos. <laughs> <laughs> My last concert was Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, and I had a blast. I went with my sister-in-law and one of our mutual best friends and then her two older sisters um, because it was actually on her birthday, the show that we went to. So it was a lot of fun. But as much as I loved it, like, I wish I could have gone again because you went to the Eras tour too, but you went to a different show than I did. So we didn't go together and we both love Taylor Swift. So it kind of sucks that we didn't get to like, share that experience together except that we kind of did virtually like we didn't go to like the concert together but we did like help each other plan our outfits and makeup and like all that sort of stuff yes that is correct bucket list item next time she goes on tour we need to go together deal (laughs) which leads us into do we have a song we do but it's not taylor we do it's not taylor um it's called crazier best friend and it (laughs) It perfectly embodies us. It's 
it's more kind of like me for you i guess yeah it just kind of like it's a sweet like ode to you being my support system and if the guy fucks with me yes the chorus literally says break her heart and you're also breaking mine i'm the one she calls when you make her cry and i'm like hi that's me that's my job except (laughs) boys don't make me cry anymore i make them cry So not when they make you cry, but when they make you question your feelings. No, it's when they make me mad. Yeah, and you question your feelings. Oh, if I'm mad, I'm not questioning anything. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is no. (laughs) The answer is no. All right, next one. If you were stranded on an island, what are three things you would bring with you? Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, I got this. Uh, Definitely my vapes, because... (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna die anyway so i'm stranded on a desert island i'm not gonna survive i will die so might as well um and definitely midnight my stuffed animal that i've had since i was five and hmm, what's a third thing uh a bag of skittles that's literally the only thing i can think of <laughs> i was gonna be stuck on an island i would need my journal probably because I think I would go crazy being by myself without like a way to express myself so I probably need my journal to write through also it could be turned into a memoir then when I eventually get off the island wait I thought we weren't getting off the island well you would get off eventually I would assume oh like your goal would be to leave well I have no survival instincts (laughs) I just assumed I was gonna die I just kind of assumed that that's where I die. Like <laughs> somebody would eventually discover my journal and turn it into a memoir. How's that? Better. <laughs> um, I don't really know beyond that. If I'm living my last days on a deserted island, I'd want to write down my experiences and I don't know, try to enjoy the beach. I guess. So a bathing suit. A bathing suit, sure. <laughs> This is why I said Skittles. Okay, moving on. What's the best way to comfort me after a rough day? Um, I like to be left alone. I like to not feel overstimulated when I'm having a rough day because everything is like heightened. So leaving me alone is probably your best bet. Mm-hmm. If you want to do something for her, I'd say maybe like bring her food. But like... Give it to her through the door and then leave. (laughs) Yeah, just like tell me I'm pretty and hand me some food. I'm the total opposite. (laughs) I If I've had a bad day, I do not want to be by myself. I will run to the closest person and I want cuddles. And I typically like my go-to is to watch like a comfort movie or show. Um, anything that I've seen enough times that like I can quote along with it and laugh as I'm quoting it. Like, Absolutely. That, that's what I want after a bad day. Absolutely. And probably pizza. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it's kind of the same. Cause like, if you like, if I'm having a really rough day, like if you come in here and you put the vampire diaries on for me and then leave me be, um, the difference is though, you want to be left be, I will probably want to like talk about it first like to process the bad day and then I want them to stay with me and like cuddle and tell me it's all going to be okay whereas you don't want to talk about it you're just like leave me alone (laughs) it depends on how frustrated I am like sometimes I'll be like yeah you can sit in here but we're not talking about anything we're actually going to watch this show or Mm -hmm. I don't want you in here at all like it's either one or the other yeah but, like, either yeah. way, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, where for it. me, I do. Like, I'm a big, like, I need to process it first. And I can't be left alone to process it because my mind hates me. <laughs> and I will spiral. Like, I need another person to, like, help me stay within reality. Because the anxiety, the depression, they run away from me. And I literally, like, can't trust myself to process it by myself. <laughs> And that's what therapy's for. I do go to therapy <laughs> every other week. <laughs> Next question. What was my favorite movie when I was a kid? 
uh, the same movie that is your favorite as an adult. Mm-hmm. It always been. <laughs> well, it's you too. That's true. Your favorite has always been your favorite, just as my favorite has always been mine. That's true. I wonder if it ever changes for anybody. Like, if you, you know. I don't know. If it's never, like, not the same answer. If your favorite movie as a kid is no longer your favorite movie, let us know. Because now I'm curious. (laughs) I'm very curious as well. Uh, Yeah, your favorite movie is um, The Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. Yep always been my favorite the the classic cartoon will always have a special place in my heart i love the second movie the sequel um and i was thrilled when the live action remake came out i was a little nervous that i wasn't gonna like it because um i saw the live action lion king and did not like it but i thoroughly enjoyed the remake of the little mermaid Right now you're gonna crap all over it because you're not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna talk about it. It was trash. It was my favorite. I love that Prince Eric finally got a song, and it just made my heart so happy. I know you don't like Prince Eric's song. Literally, Troy Bolton. And can I just say that Triton? Triton looked like ugh. He just looked like garbage. Okay, King Triton kind of bugged me a little bit. Like, his whole demeanor, he just, you know, felt very stiff. But I, I love Eric's song. And the fact that you referenced that he's like Troy Bolton does only makes it better for me because I love Troy Bolton, too. I just like think it's over- overdone. I just think I it's overdone. I love the overdramatic music. Like, yes, give it to me. <laughs> it makes my heart so happy. But your favorite movie is The Wizard of Oz. Yes, because that is a classic. Always has been, always will be. My mom said that I was the only person between me and my siblings. I was the only one to not be afraid of the flying monkeys when I was a small child. And that should have been her first clue that I was a nightmare. Which I think is hilarious because I think that they're very, there are many, many layers to that movie. And I think it's genius. It's a good movie. Uh, Wizard of Oz was actually the first musical I was ever in as a kid. You were in that musical? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was in, like, fourth grade. What? What were you? Um. Well, the production that we did had a scene that is not in the movie Um. where, like, they're walking through the forest and they encounter jitterbugs. So I was a jitterbug and I was also a munchkin. Okay. It was it was fun. It was my first exposure to musical theater, and I I, I had fun with it. Okay then. Uh, next question: What am I looking forward to right now? I think right now what I'm looking forward to is summer. I was gonna say spring. <laughs> warm, warm summer. We got dumped on by a lot of snow the past, like, week and a half. (laughs) I have never liked snow. I don't like it. It is cold. Why would I want to be cold? I can be warm. I think I'm also looking forward to the spring. Um, I, like I said earlier, have been getting into, like, trying to be more conscious of my health. And I want to be able to, like, go for walks outside and not freeze. (laughs) that's true i feel like i need to just go outside but i don't want to because it's cold Mm -hmm. also we signed my kids up for spring sports and i'm really excited to see how they do with that my oldest is doing baseball again Um, he did baseball in the fall too and then my youngest he tried t-ball in the fall and (laughs) it was not his sport um so we signed him up for soccer to see if soccer is more his speed which I think it will be because all he wanted to do in t-ball was hit the ball and run so soccer I think is going to be more his speed because it's literally just running and kicking and (laughs) it definitely sounds like more up his alley oh yeah he's gonna love it next question what's the number one perk of being my friend there are a lot okay there are a lot of perks to being your friend and I I hate even calling it a perk but like I think a really good perk that I have because we're friends is like having a surrogate family Aww. like Trey would be like a brother to me let me mm-hmm. just, I, let me just say that let me just but like your kids would definitely be my kids like I would definitely like take care of them like they were my own like yeah and they love you I mean I love you too obviously but <laughs> I know like because I don't because I don't have 
kids. I don't have like that type of, you know, I like that I get to have like a little piece of your family. I think the number one perk of being your friend is having someone who isn't going to hold back. Like I can trust you to tell me exactly how it is. So you're one of the people that I can go to when I feel like I need a reality check. Like (laughs) (laughs) you're you're a good person. Like, cause you have a way of dishing out tough love without making me feel horrible about myself. Yeah. I think my favorite thing to point out to you is like, you'll get really down on yourself about something But it's something that I do. And I say to you, I'm like, okay, do you get upset at me like that when I do it? And you're like, well, no. And I'm like, well, then why are you getting upset with yourself? Yeah. And then she's (laughs) like, because if you're going to expect more from yourself than you expect of me, I'm offended. (laughs) Exactly. Like, how dare you? Because like, you got to give yourself a break. Yeah. And it's nice to have someone in my corner who simultaneously is cheering for my growth, but also making sure that I'm not like being self-detrimental. Yeah. Okay. So next question. Do I procrastinate? Yes. <laughs> I do. Yes. I do. <laughs> but, but I do. But I procrastinate with purpose. I strategically procrastinate with a purpose. And put it off and put it off. And then when I finally look up the motivation to do it, it takes me like five minutes. And I'm like, Why? Why did I put this off for so long when it was literally that easy? Like the procrastination is literally just like, um, oh, what is the word I want? I literally, I like can't make myself start. But then once I start, it goes by so fast. And I'm like, why was that to get to actually do the thing? Pretty much. How many tattoos in- of this question because <laughs> uh, I forget um, <laughs> hang on I'm counting four five seven eight nine piercings nine piercings are in my face or on my ear <laughs> except one you have a I was gonna say you have a belly button ring yes which I've had since I was 17 years old um, <laughs> and then I have five tattoos, so I'm uneven and need more. <laughs> I have one piercing, technically. I mean, it's on each ear. Um, okay, because then separate. I have two piercings, yeah, but it's you know, it's just your typical, your first hold, and then I have. I have a single tattoo, but I have plans for several more. Yes. I just haven't done it yet. (laughs) Oh, actually, I forgot to tell you, I came up with the cutest idea for another tattoo. Um, But you and I are getting one. We just need to find the time appointment. Yeah, we just need to to go get it. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for that one, though. So they're going to be not... Like, they go together, but they're not, like, the same tattoo. Yeah. So, like, mine will be a bouquet of wildflowers that says, she keeps me wild. And then hers is, like, this really cute heart that's, like, itself a hug. And it says, she keeps me safe. Yeah. They're, like, hands. Mm-hmm. They're, like, outlines of hands. Mm-hmm. We need to get them done. We just haven't decided where we're putting them. No, I'm running out of places like you need places. (laughs) Um, I'll figure it out. Other night of getting a new tattoo and I have to find out, I have to figure out like a, um, because I'm getting it for my dad. Ah, gotcha. Because I think yes. So my dad used to joke around with my ex. Um, and tattoos, except for my dad. My dad does not have any tattoos. And he, like, jokes around and says that all the time. He's like, real men don't have tattoos. So I get him to write it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to get his hand saying that tattooed on me for Father's Day. 
<laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, think- <Funny. laughs> I love my dad, and I think he's adorable. Oh, my gosh. I was expecting you to say you were going to get, like, tuned on you. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's not appropriate. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I think it's enough that I get away, but I don't think it's appropriate to have Santa tattooed <laughs> on me somewhere. It's not. <laughs> I oh, am not. Listen, we know. I don't. Oh, for it. context, her dad dresses up as Santa. Oh yes, my dad. Yeah, <laughs> he plays Santa for like every town function or like whatever. Like he is Santa Claus. And it get my I got my picture taken with him last year on my birthday, and but I do that year. Um, but this was the first year that it was that he got to be Santa Claus. Took my picture with, um, so it was super sweet. And I get really excited that he plays Santa Claus because I think it's so adorable that like I, honestly, like as an adult, I think it's so sweet and it's so cute that my dad like my dad gets to be Santa. And mm-hmm. make these other kids happy and everything. I think it's I think it's really cute. Yeah, I kind of feel like he's like a celebrity at that point. Kind of steal some of his status. <laughs> I was like, this is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But I also don't oh, really like. <laughs> that's like the only thing you like about Chris, pretty much. <laughs> All right, next question. What's my favorite video game? I don't have a, I play play video games. Um, but my husband, on the other hand, he plays a lot of video games. Um, currently, we are watching. It's like a whole family event. He'll come home and he'll, the kids will pick a game that they want to see daddy play while we're eating dinner. And right now, we're currently playing through Spider-Man 2. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. You know, he gets to play and we get to watch him and we all get like really invested. And it's just a really sweet like family bonding thing to just sit and watch daddy play video games. I think the funniest thing was you and I were FaceTiming the other day and I just hear one of your kids go like just slash MJ being because she's a woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Oldest, my, my oldest. So there was this what thing were we talking about? the game remember what we were talking about but there was a sequence in the game where um mj was like sneaking around and like she was looking for something she she's like a news reporter so she was like trying to get the scoop or whatever and um my oldest goes i didn't know girls could be this sneaky and i was like lucas or we'll edit that out i was like dude be sneaky just like boys can be sneaky but it was (laughs) really funny i thought it was hilarious because i heard it out of context yeah because i didn't know what was happening at that point about which i don't remember at all I, no so like i heard it out of context and he said that and i was like i remember feeling slightly offended <laughs> <laughs> by a six-year-old he's seven, seven oh yeah seven-year-old <laughs> like what the heck yep. um only video game i've actually beat <laughs> and I will never do it again. I did it once, and that I will probably never do it again. you peaked well, at the end of your video game career. <laughs> I think I think I that game just reminds me. To, mm. I just like I've moved on, and I have no desire to go back to reminds yeah. me of them. How people in your lives can like suck the love just because of situations i feel like i would still enjoy it i just don't want to put in a place to enjoy because i feel like it would just connect me and soften the memory Mm -hmm. you know i just don't even want to go Mm -hmm. like i totally get it i have cut out pretty much everyone in his and i've known them a very long time i just don't have a desire for to be a part of my life anymore and i have no desire to be a part of their lives anymore like i just don't Mm -hmm. I'm indifferent. I just don't want it. I don't need it. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Don't want to go uh, there again. <laughs> to where? We kind of earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'm literally, I I feel like black just looks really good on me. 
I don't know why. Mm -hmm. It's very, like, color. (laughs) I don't have a light and bright kind of person. Um, I don't really, I don't really wear a lot of dark colors. I don't really limit myself to, like, one color either. I kind of, like, wear the ring. Yeah. I'm trying to closet. We add some color to it, but it's like all <laughs> dark colors. <laughs> I'm very much like a light and bright kind of person. I think dark colors kind of complement me more. I like wearing brighter colors during like the summer, mm-hmm. but like the rest of the year, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Nice question. This is not this. I just would like to say that <laughs> no but this is not literal this is meant Voldemort. figuratively Voldemort. Voldemort yeah for one of her exes <laughs> yeah Speaking the of. dude that ruined castle crashers for her yeah <laughs> I just he, he he didn't ruin castle crashers for me I just don't have a desire to play it anymore yeah um yeah. I am not the cliff kind of person but if I had to answer this question, it, I love him dearly, but it would probably be my husband at night when he's snoring because it's ridiculous. That's <laughs> Especially when he falls asleep before I do. It's like near impossible to fall asleep while he's snoring. So I am not ashamed to admit that I have like elbowed him pretty near close to falling off the edge of the bed which is basically a cliff I guess that counts <laughs> pretty much uh, but like I feel like that's like a husband trait because when I was married <laughs> right. seriously when I was married I would record my husband while he was sleeping because his snoring he didn't believe me I'm, I'm <laughs> so serious like he did not believe nor so loud he's like no I don't I'm like yeah you do so you know what I I recorded him and I played it for him he's like that's not real that's not me I'm like you're so you don't understand in denial yeah like that's <laughs> no Trey owns it that's a husband trait is you have to snore mm-hmm. because apparently my dad snores too so <laughs> that's got to be like as soon as you put the ring on you automatically just snore you snore now <laughs> comes with the territory that's funny. Okay. Um, I would definitely love to be invisible. Because, like, shower, depressed or something, and I feel gross. You know, like, but I just, like, need, also don't want to look gross. Power <laughs> yet. So, like, I could just be invisible and nobody would see. That way you don't look like anything. Exactly. That makes sense. Um, I would probably mind because oh. I am an overthinker. Thousand percent. And <laughs> like, if I could read someone's mind, know like once and for all whether or not they're actually like secretly hating me inside their brain, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay. Next work, family, and friends. What do I care about the most? I think my answer for this has kind of changed because I really tried to think hard this question. Um, Mm -hmm. I really feel like honest. Mm -hmm. Like as a kid, being lied to just feels worse. Like I don't, I don't really changed from when you're a kid to when you're adult. I don't know when that changed from not being, you know, a big deal. About, you know, lying about stealing a cookie from the cookie jar, you know, or, <laughs> you know, being lied to and like policy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is a, this is a work, family, and friends. Like, I pour so much myself in those areas specifically that, like, there's really not a lot for me um your calendar but if I had to there keeps me afloat um I think well I guess that kind of works though because I'd say what I care is my mental health now because 
my entire life, I've poured so much of myself into other areas that there wasn't a lot left for me. So kind of taking back my mental health, my calendar is one of those things that helps me stay on track. Um, you know, I think that's really become the things that I care about the most as I've really started to prioritize my own mental health. And then that's starting to trickle down to into like, helping other people do the same. Yeah, I want to change my <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I was thinking about it, but I probably the one thing I care about more than anything, including my, you know, my friends and my family and work and everything like, including those things, something I care about more than any of those things is what I think. Oh, yeah. Like your own, like you have to. Yeah, I've noticed that, Mm -hmm. like, I, what I've worked on this whole past year is, like, considering what I want, thinking about what I want, and, like, putting Mm -hmm. myself first. Like, that is something that I've definitely can confidently say that if I don't want to, there's a good 9% chance I'm not going to do it. Because, That's good, though. Right. Because, like, I and if I can avoid that, I will. But, like, not to mm-hmm. an unhealthy extent. Um, I don't know. Some people might consider it unhealthy. It's also... I don't care what you think. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think that if I don't want to go to a family, I want to see certain people because I feel like it'll compromise my mental health in some way. I'm not going to do it. Amen. That. <laughs> like, I'm saying no to things more just because, like, I'm not going to hurt myself just to appease. I'm not going to damage myself in some way, shape, or form. Make sure that you are taken care of. That's not mm-hmm. healthy, in my opinion. Right. Okay. Your favorite swear word, not even a swear word, so you don't even get to answer this question. <laughs> I say it all the time. Though. Yeah, I'll like catch you. She says mother trucker. She doesn't even say mother trucker. She just says mother trucker. And I, <laughs> she does have children, yes, but she says it when they're mm-hmm. not around. <laughs> and I, oh, I, I feel like I understand, I sent like, you know, you form a habit. I also, like, the family I grew up in, like, swearing was not, like, it was taboo. Okay. Not entirely. My dad swears. Like, my grandmother, like, they would have a spike saying mother trucker. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We We were not allowed to swear, like, at all. But... Both of my parents definitely swear. Like, <laughs> let me just tell you, my dad is like the cuddliest like teddy bear ever. But like, when he gets mad, pre- be prepared for the f bomb several times. <laughs> that's like, your favorite. That's swear my word. favorite swear word, and that's probably why. Because like, <laughs> I I say fuck all the time, but I I don't use swearing as like I'm not being mean about it no I'm, I'm just what is it sentence enhancer they're adjectives <laughs> yeah <laughs> sentence enhancer <laughs> yeah. they're adjectives it's like it makes me feel better than anybody else thinks so I'm mm-hmm. gonna do it I'm there's a dip but there's a difference like I'll if you go to my parents house like I'm not gonna swear around them because I'm trying to be respectful mm-hmm. um yeah but, like, when I'm in my own house, I like, if they come to my house, like, I'll try, you know, keep it to a minimum. But, like, sometimes I'll mm-hmm. and I'll say, Shh, like, fuck. Or... Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I get really upset, I'm just like, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like, I'm not calling. I'm just saying it. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you scream bitch and I go, son of a nutcracker. <laughs> oh, no. We're not talking about this. <laughs> okay. Next question. What amount of pillows to have on your bed do you think? Um, I currently have four pillows on my bed, but I have a um one of those pillows is his. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of them are mine. I just I okay, so I've actually realized I normally have 
what is it like four pillows on my bed but I have like one little tiny one and I grabbed another one so technically <laughs> I use I've been using six pillows and it is just heavenly <laughs> it's fantastic because I they're all I don't share my bed with anyone yeah it's funny um if Trey bed before me he'll like aggressively pull the covers back and because when I make the bed I make it with I, I make it evenly put all three pillows on my side and his one little pillow on his side I, I you know I make it even so he'll like aggressively pull the covers back and throw my pillows onto my side and he'll curl up with his own little blanket because hot marriage tip right here don't share blankets in bed <laughs> it'll make your life easier yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's it's funny <laughs> Uh, mine is a screenshot of a console table <laughs> on Marketplace because I'm in like renovation mode where I just want to redo everything in my house. Uh, truthfully, I think the last month we were experiencing some technical difficulties trying to start this episode and I took a picture of my laptop screen to show you that it wasn't working. Yes, yes. That was the last picture I took. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, next question. What one thing you think your younger self would be? Pre- I love this question. I think going back to earlier, um, but my younger self would be proud of just how steady my life is now. Yeah. Because like I said earlier, you know, growing up, we moved around a lot and, you know, there was a lot of like kind of friction. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in my life, I'm in like a really good place. Like this is the most secure and like emotionally safe I have felt in my entire life. Yeah. And so I think my younger self would I, I can confidently say that I am being the person I always would I could be. Person I've been um, not caring what other people think. Just kind of, I not like they kind of go hand in hand. I don't really think, oh, what would my younger self think? I think, what would my grandmother think? I don't know. Yeah. I just became by I was like, what would she think? Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't afraid of disappointing my parents. I was afraid of disappointing her. Yeah. And I feel like she would be really proud. And I'm building a life for myself that isn't the social norm that isn't yeah. by anyone else's standards but my own. Yeah. I think you're really proud of the person you are today. Agreed. All right. Next question. What is something you're afraid of? Oh, I'm definitely afraid of the dark hands down. <laughs> down. I sleep with my TV on because I need that light <laughs> in my room. And I wear an eye mask. And about, <laughs> I'm serious. It's not even about, like, needing to see. It's about when I open in the middle of the night, I know that there's a light still on. Mm-hmm. And it's not that, it's not too bright that. It's going to blind me when I mm-hmm. take I um, have always sharp objects, um, needles, knives, anything. Like, I, as a child, was terrified to use a cheese grater. Like, it was bad. Okay, but those are actually really scary, though. <laughs> but, um... I'll back you on that as one. I've, <laughs> as I've gotten older, though, that fear... Like, I, I still cringe. Like, if I'm watching, like, a medical drama, like, Grey's Anatomy or something, I still cringe watching someone else get, like, injections or something. Like, I can't. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, but I don't. I'm not as terrified anymore to, like, get my own blood drawn or, you know, I have kids now. So, like, kids get, like, 80 bazillion shots a year, it feels like. Yeah. Um, You know, and I've been pregnant twice and given birth twice. So, like, I've gotten less terrified of it. And I, I got over that fear enough to get my own. I was actually supposed to get my ears pierced when I turned 13. It was supposed to be like my birthday present. And I chickened out because I was terrified. 
I did not end up getting my ears pierced until I was like 24, I think. <laughs> I had to get over my fear of needles as a child because my mother worked at my doctor's office. And anytime I had to get blood drawn, she would like pop in the room and like freak me out uh-huh. and be like up my butt. I'm like, get out. <laughs> no. Where I, I exact opposite because I'll never get with my oldest. Um, my husband was in the military and we, as he confirmed, um, in, in order to confirm it, you had to get a blood draw. Um, and they told me that he wasn't allowed to come in the room with me. I had to go get my blood drawn by myself. And at this point I was still deathly afraid of needles. I had a full blown panic attack in the middle of the military hospital because I had to go get my blood drawn by myself. (laughs) Wait, but I don't blame you. Wait, wait, why wouldn't they let him go back with you? I don't know. They had a limit to how many people were allowed in the room. I, I, I truthfully couldn't tell you why they said that. But yeah, I had a full-blown panic attack because he couldn't come with me to that, get my blood drawn. That literally makes no sense because it's literally just you. Mm-hmm. I sobbed. It was bad. <laughs> that brings us to the end of today's episode. We've been having some technical difficulties, so it's been a fight getting this one out. So we appreciate your patience with us. Tune in next week when we tackle the winter blues. New episodes every Monday at midnight. Thank you.